0: And gentlemen, hear them pour. It's the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on WILK. Welcome to the Beer Geeks, a
1: first rate beer show with second rate beer hosts. No. Yeah. Yay. There we go. Really excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Derek Warren. I'm joined this week by the always wonderful Matt from Massive Beer Reviews. Uh, George from George. Yeah, I mean, you know. (laughs) You gotta spice it up a little bit. George from George kinda. Well, what do you want me to say you're from? Uh massive beer review. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: taken.
1: And Billy from Backyard Ale House. Billy up? is it's a record two weeks in a row. I was yeah, out of the woods. Yeah. He didn't know. go back. He he decided to acclimate to society. He's starting to people
3: better. <laughs> I'm non I'm the nonconformist, I guess, in that sense.
1: <laughs> With the sweet soothing sound. Or, you know, you you finish the old uh writing and uh, everything is ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. okay. We're good. Yeah. We're good. So uh all right, we're continuing this week. We had our coffee show last week, if you remember, uh we had Electric City Roasting Mary Talion with us getting into the whole coffee bean roasting process and we had a ton of coffee, which was a good time and we actually walked away with some last week too, so we've been brewing coffee all week. It's called perks. Yes. That is the one very <laughs> true nice thing. Perk. Yeah, yeah. That is a true perk having some really <laughs> great for the coffee. Perk later. <laughs> And uh, we're going to continue that this week as we get into a discussion with Augie Carton. going to be calling us from carton brewing, and we're going to talk about the whole adding coffee to beer process. So we're going to kind of take that and continue on with it. And, of course, to do that, we have to have carton beers. So we have a lot of really great carton beers, including the regular coffee, which we're going to be getting into with him when he calls in. He's he's actually calling from on the road because he's coming his way back from the Extreme Beer Fest up in Gold. Lucky. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot going on. If you are on the uh, social media, you saw everybody posting from that. And I guess they got some snow up there, too, but whatever.
3: Yeah, once you get there, you're like, I'm here.
1: Yeah. Awesome. You're good. You can Let's camp out it. there, whatever. If you drink enough, doesn't matter where you pass out, right? You, you yeah. can out drink <laughs> the storm. <laughs> Alright, so before we get into anything, let's get into a little bit of news. Uh, now this week, as is every first Friday in February, Pliny the Younger was released to huge lines again. But besides that, the bigger news is Russian River actually made an announcement that they're going to expand a little bit. Uh, not so much in the way you mo- might think in a lot. They're going to kind of stay in their area, but they're expanding out to be able to get a little more made and things, which is kind of something it feels that they have to do at this point because of the way the market's going. We have so many other breweries popping up that if you I feel like if you stay too local, you're you're
3: kind of, uh, I don't want to sound like a cliche, but cutting your nose off to spite your face. (laughs) No, it makes sense. Do you know what I mean? But, I mean, I'm sure it has a lot to do with expansion, with them, you know what I mean, being, I don't know, they partnered up or bought out, what what was it, what what did Russian Russian River do? I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe did they do a a, a private? I think they did something. Anyway, regardless, um, they, um, you know what I mean, they have to meet demand. You know what I mean, yeah. and and Pliny the Younger's always been like predominantly Californian and always yeah, Philly, they, right? Yeah, I don't always gets they, it. I believe. Do they get it down in Philly? Yeah, Philly's in McKay? Okay,
1: uh, I they
0: actually had the younger release last year. It was like uh. two weeks after, but yeah, uh, well, so I think what's the, the point then, the yeah,
1: two
3: weeks old, jeez. <laughs> but I think they lost um, it. I think they do do Philly, too, so, you know, you can see they kind of want to do a little yeah. bit of expansion. So, and everybody, I mean, did you see the lines? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's
1: not like you know people are getting sick of it and not going. I just feel like they're, they're getting to where they have to start getting out there a little bit more because, you know, we all have been to breweries that have lines and have these things going on in this high demand, but at some point there's going to be, you know, I is the one person in the back be like, screw this, I'm going over here. And then people start shifting over to whatever the next thing is. Unless you're able to keep that up and bring them back. Because like no one's going to want to wake every time and not even be able to get it sometimes. You're going to wind up kind of missing out on that. Yeah. But they're, they're going to be going, so you'll see a little more. Uh, now, the other big thing that's going on, of course, is the Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I just wanted to spotlight a little bit. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but if you didn't hear, Budweiser has another commercial they're going to be airing during the Super Bowl. Uh, it, it's not... I, I did watch it myself. It's not uh, as much of a poo-poo on craft beer as last year's was, if you remember that whole kerfuffle that they caused with that whole nonsense that they're trying to do, and it just was a really bad idea. Pumpkin peach
0: ale or whatever? Yeah,
4: yeah
1: especially <laughs> in, with with their business moves of where they're going as a business plan right now. Why Let's buy out know?
0: all these craft breweries. And, and then, then crap like, all over them on yeah. <laughs> national
1: TV and Super Bowl, actually. And it's like, what the hell? Is what kind of idea is that? But it's it's a little more veiled, but it is like a little bit of a shot at it, but not nearly as much. And I don't know if this, if there's some long-term play that we're going to eventually see in a couple of years, but they have another one airing tonight. Just so you know, if you want to keep your eyes off for that one, I don't think it'll be as, uh, Pissy tomorrow for a lot of people.
3: Yeah, I mean Super Bowl commercials are just trying to yeah. trying to they try to win like the the, the water cooler Monday, yeah. and, and and I don't think crapping all over uh, craft beer does that. So yeah. I mean, I just want to do something that just you know what I mean, kind of get people talking. Yeah. The
1: other now the other thing, it wouldn't be Super Bowl if you didn't start spouting out some statistics. So I wanted to. Every year around the Super Bowl, fifty million cases of beers are sold, which roughly is about two hundred twenty-five million gallons of beer goes through. Now, more importantly, this results—and this is my favorite stuff—is more than two billion gallons of water used to flush away all that beer, <laughs> and roughly seven million people calling in sick the day after the Super Bowl. <laughs> so it's always a good time for everybody. So have that's fun. like three quarters of a gallon for every person in the U.S. Yeah. That's like what? That's pretty awesome.
3: That's <laughs> quite a bit.
1: <laughs> you got. You got to go. A lot somewhere. of beer. Oh, like. That's a lot going on. Yeah, and, that, and that's. I mean, I'm sure those statistics, those kind of things, you can never take as hard evidence because they're all over the place. That stuff. This is unsold,
3: and it's like case.
1: But there's a lot. That's
3: the whole basis of it all. And and, and for some reason, maybe you guys have noticed this too, but it seems like this is the first Super Bowl that is a, there's going to be a lot of more local craft beer around. It seems a lot of um, craft breweries are doing like growlers and everybody's bringing like more local beer to uh, parties and stuff yeah. like that. So it seems like the first real kind of uh, Super Bowl where there's more craft beer involved than uh, domestics. Um, no, there's definitely,
1: Yeah, there's definitely a lot more. And then plus with everything that happened in this past year between then and now, I don't know how many buyouts there were. I mean, there was, what, like, 20 in the week at the end of December. There was a bad <laughs> dash in December. There was one every five minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, but there's a lot more of it around. So you're starting to see, and that's what's interesting to see, is, like, I want to see where it's going to be in, like, five years. Are we going to actually see, like, a craft brewery commercial on Super Bowl? Yeah, probably. That's what I, I mean, I, eventually. I mean, whether it's a bought-out brewery or not, it, it's just...
3: Um, has there ever been the same Adams one during the Super Bowl? Oh, you know what? I don't... Because
1: that would be I the precursor, wouldn't yeah.
3: it? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. There might have been, so I don't want to say no... There but, there I been, but I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, that would and, be the, that would be like, okay, here it comes. That's the precursor. Yeah. Once you see them kind of jump in. Yeah. Because, I mean, just the, the amount of money that costs is just... Um, yeah, it's like every, $9 billion a millisecond or Yeah, something. it's like every year.
1: It's like, okay, you could save a small country with that 30-second spot. Yeah. But, hey, what the hell? Why not? <laughs> All right. So, speaking of that, let's get into a little bit of beer. Um, we are have in our glass now the first one we're doing from Carton. This is their SS Yurgachev. This is an American pale ale, but it's an 8.2%. If there's anything you know about Carton, they love to just imperial whatever. The style, and uh, sometimes it it just kind of seems weird. Like the other ones we have come up with Imperial Cream Ale, not something you normally see. And usually, when you say Imperial Pale Ale, You're kind of thinking more of an IPA, but this is just like a really nice, it's a really interesting one because this uh, has the coffee in it, so it's kind of like a coffee IPA a little bit, but the hops in it are really interesting because you kind of get this like lemon verbena dill, like a little bit going on with with the coffee. It's just like a really nice, like super easy, it's, you know, 8.2%, so it's a little bit of a bigger one, but just like a super easy drink in the coffee. just If you've never had a coffee IPA, that's one of my I love when people experiment with that style.
3: Yeah, that's uh we I had this uh when it first came out, what is about a month mm. or so ago. And before I even drank it I was real skeptical. I was like, Okay, I'm not a big lemon in my coffee kind of guy. But they nailed it, it, because the way they work with their coffee, it's not straight-up black coffee. There's a lot more, like, cream involved with the coffee, so it almost gives it this kind of, like, meringue kind of deal. I don't know. It just—I dig it. Yeah, it's because you you
1: don't really think of citrus in your coffee, and it's a a strong citrus. Like, it's not uh, a backing flavor. Like, you definitely get it up front, but it works with this coffee in this way of, like, those two bittering qualities play off each other so well, and it's so easy drinking at 8.2— and you don't get any hint of that. I mean, it's just it drinks so easy for what it is, and it's just an awesome thing to see working. And this is an Ethiopian coffee, if you're wondering. That's the other thing we got into last week, all the origins, all that fun stuff, which is a cool thing. Um, but this is an Ethiopian coffee, so it just has these really wonderful fruity flavors to it. It's not overly bitter with it too, which really works well. Have you had this is one you had before, Billy or no?
4: I have had it before,
1: but it, it's it's it's. Dill pickle up front, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dill, dill pickle into into citrus. It's in and with coffee mixed in, and you you think that'd be yeah. really weird, but it, it works. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those flavors. If you're as you're explaining what's going on, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that doesn't. What the hell are you talking? But it works so well together with the way it is because there's such good balance in it. And you know, it, it if you had anything from Carton, like they love to get stuff
3: that has these food like qualities in it. Yeah, I mean his his life is a as a previous flute, food blogger and being like flutus flutist, <laughs> the food, food blogger and being well into that stuff you know what I mean he kind of has that whole balancing multiple like notes of food and different stuff you wouldn't normally put in a, into beer so it, it just uh, he makes it work and the other thing is this whole series from the regular coffee to these, they're danger beers. There's oh, yeah, like yeah. zero, yeah. zero heat, zero booze, and you start creeping into double digits. You're like, okay, we need to pump the brakes a little bit. Here, yeah, just... that, that's that's definitely
1: a thing that that will. Uh, I don't want to say I give it a knock, but that's one of the things that will kill you <laughs> with these beers. Is, is especially when we get when we have the coffee uh, varieties coming up. Uh, it's double digits, like twelve percent, and no. Hint whatsoever, and they're the type of beer that you want to keep drinking, which makes it even worse because you could <laughs> down a can of that like nothing, and then down another can of that like nothing, and then all of a sudden like twenty minutes they're like, "Ooh, yeah. hey, something's going on here." Hey you now,
3: why am I in a dumpster in Cincinnati?
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined the phone by Augie Carton, who's calling us from the road, and we're going to dive deep into the whole process of adding coffee into beer while working through some of these other great beers from Carton Brewing. So stay tuned here with us on The Beer Geeks, WYOK. The Target
5: Chopper, savings in the mail.
0: This month's Target Shopper magazine. The new year has arrived, and so have the new deals at Cabinetry and Stone Depot. Right now, enjoy up to 20% off on selected colors of all natural granite countertops. With granite starting at $39 per square foot installed, you're bound to find something that fits your budget and needs. With all work done in-house, in house, Cabinetry and Stone Depot is able to offer the fastest turnaround time in any PA, a mere 7 to 10 days from order. Need a full kitchen? We've got you covered with over 20,000 all wood maple cabinets. In stock, you can get your project started right away and save twenty to sixty percent compared to the big box stores. Cabinetry and Stone Depot, Monday Street, Wilkesbury, serving NEPA since two thousand eight. Remember, these deals won't last forever, so get to Cabinetry and Stone Depot today. These great offers and more in this month's Target Shopper magazine.
6: The Target Shopper.
2: I continue to take Andropoort and I've maintained my weight at 172 gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435.
7: Hi, it's Sue Henry from WILK. The holidays are over and it's time to start thinking about yourself and making some changes. Get rid of that pillow and treat yourself to. My Pillow. It's the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. What makes My Pillow so special is the patented interlocking fill that adjusts to your individual sleep needs. You could put it in the washer and fluff it in the dryer. There's a 10-year warranty, it's guaranteed not to go flat, a 60-day money back guarantee, and it's made in the United States of America in Minnesota. Right now, there's a special offer on premium pillows from My Pillow. These pillows have Four different loft levels, so every one is customized to you as an individual. Here's the toll free number, 800 544 7893. Use the promo code WILK for a special buy one, get one offer, 800 544
6: 7893, or visit them on the internet at mypillow.com.
1: Oh, yeah. Just soak that in. Yeah. I'm just going to throw this out there. Remember when Weezer was good? I just want to throw (laughs) it. All right. Anyway, so uh, we're back here in the Beer Geeks, and joining us now on the phone en route back from the Extreme Beer Fest, we have on the phone this now Mr. Augie Carton. Augie, how you doing today, bud? I just lost you. Oh, you there? I hear you. Yes, hello? Hey, there we go. All right, we're good. Yeah. Augie is en route, so... uh, that's what's going on Soggy How was the uh, festival?
5: Oh it was awesome It was uh, it's, it, it was It was great Today's a little slower Than, than your average Sunday
3: Your 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 The tone And the tenor Of your voice Tells it all brother
5: <laughs> Yeah we, we, we got at it Pretty good I think we started So you know you know my show. We started. We did a couple of recordings with some of the cool brewers in town, starting at 8:30 in the morning. Oh, I think wow. we got off the floor rest that last night around midnight. so <laughs> My <laughs>
1: voice is
3: Oh,
1: On a day's work. That's right. That's right. Getting at it.
3: <laughs> so some tuned up. Uh, steal this beer action coming coming up, huh? <laughs> yeah,
5: there's some cool people at that thing, man. We we had to try to get them on. Nice. But yeah, we got. See, like I said, it was I, every, all my heroes were in that room, so we just
1: walked around <laughs> talking. Yeah, you got to do it. Well, we have in our glass now. We have some regular coffee, so I wanted to dive into this a little bit. The whole process. Now, first, like for those who aren't from New Jersey, like what was the whole idea for you to make regular coffee the way that you did? All right. So it's funny. Regular
5: coffee. Regular coffee is born of the fact that I actually drink black coffee. Goodness. Um, and in New Jersey. Regular coffee means coffee light and sweet, both two sugars, Um, which is an annoying thing you forget on mornings when you feel much like I feel today. (laughs) (laughs) You you, you, you run into a uh, deli or wherever you get your breakfast sandwich on the road and you're like, you know, give me a pork roll, egg and cheese and coffee. And they're like, how do you want the coffee? And you say regular, meaning caffeine. And then you're five miles down the road and you've got a light and sweet coffee. And, it, you know, 45 years I've lived in New Jersey, 45 years I've known that's what's going to happen. And when I'm not thinking straight, I always forget. I always answer regular, and I'm always five miles away with a light and sweet coffee. Um, so that, that was that, that regular thing was the inspiration for it. Um, the answer is, you know, for me, the magic. Of coffee flavors in the natural beers, like stouts, is much cooler to do without putting coffee. Right? It's much more magic to make a malt bill taste like coffee than just to add coffee. Yeah. So we were, you know, we never really were looking to do that. But then when this inspiration hit us, it was it was could we make a yellow light and sweet beer taste like coffee where the coffee wouldn't belong, and that would be a fun way to use coffee. So regular coffee is is exactly that. It should it should taste much like my coffee did this morning. Like you were drinking beer all last night. It had a light and sweet coffee in the morning.
1: So th- this was something you didn't even attempt other styles first. You knew right away you wanted to get it into this kind of base then is what you're saying.
5: Yeah, yeah. We, um, we fooled around with it a bunch of ways. Um, it's 12%, which usually takes people by surprise. Yeah. But that's oh, yeah. a that's a that was a mouthfeel decision. Uh, we made it at 6, 7, 8. Just basically we wanted to be that rich creaminess and it needed that kind of that level of presence to to fill it out so so basically it was we wanted to end up at those flavors and trial and error got us
1: there so now speaking of that like with the trial and error was there a a different flavors of coffee that you attempted like single origins or blends you were attempting to to get the amount of coffee the flavor profile that you wanted prior to honing in where you're at with it now
5: yeah, indeed. So, so we have a coffee roaster essentially across the street from the brewery, and a very cool cat that you know we buy all our coffee from, and we're always talking to him. So that's a very easy relationship to to take advantage of. So basically, the, you know, the coffee, the coffee that everything's based on is that acidic, urn coffee, and we wanted a good version of those flavors. Mm-hmm. So. Playing around with, he basically made me like ten cold brews. Uh, and We just sat around drinking them and figuring yeah. out what we were going to do. And, and there was the the, the acidic the acidic presence of this Mexican being called Chiapas, and then the kind of bitterness, but like like a like an artichoke bitterness mm-hmm. of the of the other the Ethiopian style. And then he was able to kind of over-roast the chiapas for, for our uses to make it even a little more bitter than it came. And then, you know, hold on fermentation when you uh, at the actual, you know, at the coffee place over in Ethiopia on the other, which gave it a little bit more of that bitterness. And then put that, blend those two together, and we end up with, you know, it's a beautiful coffee, actually, when we make it. He sells the grounds and I drink it for basically the month of regular coffee market. Wow. Um, but it's, 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 it's a beautiful version of that acidic, bitter thing.
1: Yeah. So now, as far as adding the coffee into the beer, was that also trial and error for you as you were trying to figure out how to do that? Or did you have an idea going into it, like cold brew or, or ground or whole bean? Did you have a clue how you wanted to add the coffee in and where in the process type of, of deal?
5: yeah the, 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 it was easy because it was cold brew because that's basically what i'm trying to capture in the flavors is best captured cold brewing mm-hmm. um so we, we basically use use that same roaster and his his techniques and methods um and we do, we do like a double strong cold brew and then it, it we, we kind of just hit it. We knew where we wanted it to be flavor-wise, so we just we measured out, know, and we said, all right, throw this much in, taste it. that was the easy part. It was working to get the coffee right before it became part of the beer was a was harder job. Go
1: ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, one of the other things with this is, is you know, it, that it's an imperial cream ale base. Like, how do you construct that? I mean, cream ale is known for being such like a very light beer. How do you construct that kind of imperial cream ale base? Get this high ABV, but it still comes across as a, a cream ale. I mean, it's a thicker, fuller cream ale. But how did you go about that? Did you have that kind of recipe already together prior to the coffee?
5: So we were going for this beer, and it was it just, like I said, richness was what we were after. I wanted it to feel, there's, there's enough dextrose in there to dry it out that you have to be careful. So we just designed it with black toast, dextrose, and it's, you know, it's lager in time to be all of the above kind of ale version. Mm-hmm. And then, it, it, yeah, you just had to be careful that the yeast didn't feast on the uh, dextrose too much and dry it out, because you want it to be that rich, creamy thing. And like i said a big part of that was committing to the the ridiculously high ABV because that's where the, the real richness came through it is i mean if you have it if you drink it it's, it's a very full feeling without getting hot so that the milk and the the sugar stepping down the heat of the alcohol while well, the alcohol is stepping up the body of the milk and the sugar. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that definitely does. And it, it's also, we were talking about before, this is definitely a, a dangerous type of beer because that alcohol heat doesn't come through, but you feel it after a while.
5: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you... The funny part about that beer is the amount of people that say, I couldn't drink two cans because of the sweetness, which I fully understand. <laughs> yeah. It's a sweet beer, but you shouldn't drink more than two cans of that because it's a 12% beer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I put 12% of I think it's understood that we're agreeing that you shouldn't be, you know, shotgunning six packs. Well, there, there's,
3: there's, a, there's a fine line between should and could, so. I'm
5: not saying you can't. I'm I'm saying you have to live your life. Well, I'm just saying, I think, I think we have an unspoken understanding that this one is for dipping one or two of them and then moving on to.
3: To other flavors. Yes. <laughs> this is the guy talking to the group of guys with four of your beers in front of them. Anyway, <laughs> um, now now the, the cream in the in the in the coffee component is that just not the giveaway tricks of the trade or whatever? Is that just lactose or is there something else beyond that? No, it's
5: just, it's just lactose sugar. Okay, and and some dextrose and you
1: know time in the tank. Okay. One of the thing with doing the cold brew coffee, this is something we talked about last week, we had a roaster on, we're getting into it. It, Putting that into the beer, how do you initially, how many times did you have to attempt to add that in before you got the kind of right percentage of how you wanted that, much you wanted to add add into the beer?
5: It it, it really just, it was the first attempt. Like I said, we we worked closely with a coffee guy, so he had a good idea. I had a good idea of what presents we wanted. And, you know, we just... You, you, you t- the nice part about doing it with cold brew is there's no gamble. You know exactly yeah. what it tastes like when you're adding it in, so you just you said, you know, give us, what do we do, five kegs on a fermenter, six kegs on a fermenter, we just brewed up six kegs of, um, of the coffee and, and put it in line and just pumped it in there and tasted it, and we're like, yep, that's it, And we moved on.
1: So now when did you first release regular coffee?
5: Three years ago. Uh, regular coffee was, yeah, so this was, 16 was its third year.
1: And when did you decide to get into, like, I know now we, like, we also are going to have coming up, later we have churro and Irish coffee. Is this the first year of doing those variants, or have they been around for a little bit, too?
5: We we did Irish last year, and then we did it again this year. Um, and then we did churro this year. And it's so, again, remember, I I drink black coffee. So when I drink regular coffee, it's already got me in kind of a desserty space in my head mm-hmm. because of its, its sweetness so the, the step from there to dessert coffees you know after coffees were uh was was a very natural and quick one and then it's just you know you sit around drinking regular coffee like oh it tastes like a, you know like a cafe leche. oh we should have it with a churro and then boom that happened and then, and I used to be a bartender, and after work, we'd go across the street to a, a crappy chain restaurant that, you know, I, I'd order an Irish coffee, and it was a, you know, just a shot of Jameson in a pot of coffee they would brewed 19 hours ago, a <laughs> big dollop of whipped cream, and and they'd put creme de menthe on it to kind of hide the fact that the coffee sucks, plus make it green. <laughs> so the Irish coffee one is just a, it's an age-old one. That one, um, that one had to be dialed a little. The first time I did it, so that coffee I liked was wickedly minty, like still mouthwash minty. But I forgot that I was usually ordering that after I'd been drinking for <laughs> four or
2: five hours.
5: Uh, so the first version was was a super pepperminty version, and exactly what we wanted it to be. But after I started drinking it first in the night, I was like, oh right, this is meant to come behind 20 beers. Let's uh, let's dial that. So so the one you have in front of you is this year's. Kind of tuned tuned down on the peppermint and up on some nutmeg just to give it a real actual cocktail thing and not
3: be a joke that only I get. So any uh, any insight on anything in the future? You got little uh, other coffee kind of uh, uh, bits and pieces coming forward?
5: Yeah, it's it's, it's as easy as go to a TGI Fridays or something and get their coffee list. All of those are theoretical versions.
3: So let's see. So you talked about getting a coffee from a Krabby Chain restaurant, and then you're talking about a list from somewhere. Let's see.
5: Yeah. <laughs> but so so there's, there's the one that's called Jamaican coffee, right, which is mm. Tia Maria, which is a vanilla rum. You know we have a partnership with our friends Brinley, who do shipwreck rum. We make our porter in their rum barrels. Um, so I'm having him get me some vanilla rum barrels, and when we get them, we'll put some regular coffee in it, and that'll be the Jamaican version.
0: Yeah,
7: when I mean, we
5: get to it, I don't know,
7: but... That's what I'm talking you
5: about. know, Like I said, it's 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 this really fun game. There's there's obviously got to be a Sambuca version at some point. Yeah.
7: Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know,
5: God, yeah. that, that list is bottomless, so... Ever you know when when we and the brewers start drinking regular coffee as we do most it's every like, winter, it's like when we'll decide which one's
3: next. It's like when good beer meets almost trolling. It's like the, in a good way, in the most <laughs> positive way ever. Yeah. So, so how often is regular coffee? How, how often are you guys brewing
1: that one?
5: The truth is, we've done it once a year so far. Um, that satisfies my need for it. It uh, it's a fun beer, but. You know, I don't. I, I know people like it. I don't like it any more or less than our other beers. Mm-hmm. So it, it gets its spot in the rotation, um, and the variations are done when we do it. And it, you know, I think we right, right now. I think we'll do it again next year. Um, and I think we'll probably fool around with the, the Italian coffee next year, but it's not on the schedule yet. So don't hold me to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I have to ask, since we have it, what what's your favorite? Do you have, like, a favorite single-origin type of coffee or favorite type of coffee that is? Like, you're, you already see you drink it black, which is, I give you kudos for that. But would you have, like, a favorite type or a favorite origin? Yeah,
5: if you actually have it there. Yergeship is uh, the coffee that I tend to, I tend to drink. That's, that's my favorite of all the coffees. There's, there's that beautiful lemony tone. It's really got a bright acidity. It... uh it's good for sipping on all day. It's a great pour-over coffee, which is how I tend to like to drink it. And, yeah, just a medium roast, Ethiopian Yerg, and then pour-over. And that's that's kind of I'm good for about 25 to 50 of those a week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good man. All right, the other thing I have to ask, I don't know if you're a sports guy. Do you have a Super Bowl pick at all this week?
5: No, this is the Super Bowl. It's not. That, I mean, I wish it was the Giants. I'm happy to watch a game and drink some beers. Yeah, my partner Chris and I are cousins. We grew up watching football together. We have four cases of Bud at his house, so I'll have a favorite team by the end of the game. Probably like to see Denver win. Probably like to see Denver win because I'd like to. You know, I'm sure it'd be easier Thanksgiving dinner at the Mannings if everybody was even for a ring. <laughs> but, but I'm not real bothered either way.
1: You gotta worry about the family. All right. Well get, I thank you so much for giving us a call, man. And safe travels getting back. I uh, really appreciate it. We got some more copies we're gonna work through after we come back from a break and everything. But really appreciate it. Get home safe and uh, have a good night tonight, bud.
5: Enjoy guys. Let me know what you think of the other one.
1: Be well. Absolutely. Cheers, brother. Cheers, Take care cheers. man. Bye. Oh, always good having the call from the road, the funness of doing that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Get a little pepper, Morse code peppered in there. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but Tj Friday. There's some, if, someone to, <laughs> <laughs> if someone wants to decode what was going on there, let me know what the message was being sent out. Like, Help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being
3: held against my will Ooh. Ooh. On, on a radio show I don't want to be
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, this is, I mean, it's it's awesome having this. Like, we've all had regular coffee. It's a phenomenal beer, and it is. It's just one of those things. It's crazy that this is 12. Yeah. It, and, like, it will completely catch up to you very quickly, and uh, if you're not paying attention to that, because you don't get that hint at all, and that sweetness in no. this is phenomenal. That's what, And I, I'm the same way, like, how he is. Like, I, I don't like having, like, cream and sugar in my coffee too much, so, like, the sweetness can get to you a lot. And especially in some beers, with like the sweetness, I'm really sensitive to that. Yeah. And that's
3: what's nice is this. Is it's definitely there, but it's, it's balanced. It's not overly sweetened it's there and it, it should be there that's yeah. the difference sometimes beer's a little bit too sweet and they shouldn't be that way and, it, and it's just fun because it comes from where you want beers to come from it's like yeah. from his own admission he's into black coffee but just to see like oh can we do this and can we make it work that's that's the spirit of beer, man. To make it to make something work and make it work well.
1: Every beer has a story, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And well, it it definitely is. You, you can see if you're not familiar with a lot of Carton's beers, uh, they definitely have. Like when we had, if you if you're not familiar, go back first, listen to the Carton show. We had Agian got into all the behind the scenes stuff about Carton. He's very much a passion for food, and that comes through in when he communicates about the beers. If you go onto their website, you can watch their videos and the way he communicates the beers. You can tell he has that palate understanding from a foodie aspect of the flavors that they're going for and their beers are definitely constructed to kind of be around that. Like he was even saying about this, is like very much a dessert beer and this is very much kind of like an aperitif yeah. <laughs> like after having dinner, like sitting down and having one of these.
3: This is a great way to end any night, I'd say. His, um, and, and, and it's kind of like, um, I mean, he does make uh, a bunch of different beers, and this is kind of like an exception to the rule. A lot of his beers are a little bit more you know, subtle, not that they don't have impactful flavors, but they're a little bit more, um, I don't want to even say sessionable beers, but there's stuff to meant to be sat and drank and pondered upon, where this one's just straight up, this is dessert in your face, let's enjoy it, and not really think about it all that much, I think, kind of beer, which is kind of fun. The juxtaposition of those yeah. kind of, making those kind of beers.
1: This is one of those beers you could sit and have like a discussion around. Yeah. But at the same time, you could just sit and enjoy it and just take it for what it is. Yeah. And like, that's exactly what it is. It tastes like a coffee with cream and two sugars, but it, it does look, as you poured this, if you didn't tell someone that this was a coffee beer and you just poured it for them and they didn't see the can, they didn't know it, and you just gave it to them, they would not be expecting this. No. Nope. Because it doesn't look like that at all. Like it looks just like, it's, it's darker than a cream ale because of it being beefed up. Um, but
3: it definitely looks more along those lines of it's going to be a little bit of a lighter beer. And it's and it's one it's a unique beer. It's like, yeah. it's in the line of like, you know, whether it be Sammy Claus or some other beer that it, it, it's in itself. There's not like, oh, this is like this other beer that I've had. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. No. It's There's not. There's nothing. This, yeah. This is it. This is pretty much the only beer that's like. Yeah. This. And that's like
1: last week when we did the coffee show and we had some coffee beers. And someone had mentioned about like why didn't we have them on? It's like well that's this is why, because there's so much from them. We wanted to have it all just kind of featuring on this because this, the reason we want to talk to Augie is like, this is one of the best coffee beers out there, period, regardless of, of style or anything. And it is very Interesting take on that like he was saying, didn't that, they didn't want to go down that stout road, which we talked about last week, which is a very easy road to go down if you're gonna add coffee of, of any variety, because those flavors are naturally there already. But to do it this way and have that balance and have that playfulness with it takes a whole different set of skills to get it to come through and then especially to beef it up to a twelve percent cream ale yeah. is a whole other
3: bag of Whatever. Session beers, baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is what you would call a session beer in the industry. (laughs) And by session, I mean one whole beer is the whole session. All
1: right. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we got two more of the delicious coffee beers to work through from Carton. And uh, a lot more to talk about. So stay tuned here on the Beer Geeks, WYLK. If you
4: currently use a CPAP system, I've got an important question for you. Are you sure you're keeping your CPAP system clean enough? Like, really sure? A dirty CPAP system is a perfect breeding ground for germs. Put that mask on and they've got a direct line to your body. Talk about a good way to get sick. Fortunately, SoClean.com has released the world's first and only automated CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. It kills 99.9% of all CPAP germs in minutes. To introduce it to the world, they want you to try it risk-free for 30 days. Just call 1-800-500-6142. With SoClean, you never have to clean your machine by hand again. There's no water, chemicals, or disassembly. Just pop in your mask, close the lid, and presto! Your CPAP system is clean and fresh in minutes. Call SoClean.com to try it risk-free at home for 30 days. Supplies are limited, so don't wait. Call one 800 one
0: 500 6142 1-800-500-6142 I'm John Leslie, and I lost 123 pounds, and I've kept it off thanks to the John Morgan Hypnosis Seminar. Lou Mayhew attended a session, and he quit smoking forever.
6: I was a non-smoker when I
0: walked out of it. A John Morgan hypnotist will be here soon. Call 800-735-6907. Hypnosis is safe, fun, and effective. You can lose weight and keep it off, or stop smoking
6: forever. I'm not quite sure what the effect was, but I know the effect was tremendous. Join
0: John Morgan hypnotist Mark Paznek Wednesday, February 10th at the Woodlands Inn on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Smoking cessation is at 6 p.m. Weight loss at 8 p.m. Call 800-735-6907 or visit johnmorganseminars.com. Sessions are affordable at $59.95.
6: After about the third week of not smoking, I realized that I could afford a new truck. I was so confident that I wouldn't smoke again that I actually went out. Call
0: 800-735-6907 or visit johnmorganseminars.com. That's JohnMorganSeminars.com
6: Valentine's Day is coming up and finding the right gift can be tricky You want to give something unique that she'll love and sending Sherry's berries is a guaranteed way to hit the mark Sherry's Berries are huge berries picked at the peak of freshness and dipped in white, milk, and dark chocolatey goodness. You can also have them topped with chocolate chips, chopped nuts, or decorated swizzles. No gift wrap needed. They arrive perfectly packaged in a gift box and delivery is always guaranteed. Surprise her by sending berries to her office. When her co-workers ooh and ah over her gifts, she'll be overjoyed and you'll be a hero. Right now, Sherry's Berries is having an incredible deal. Their freshly dipped strawberries are starting at just $19.99, and you can even double the berries for $10 more. Just visit berries.com, click on the microphone in the top right corner, and enter code SUEHENRY. That's berries.com, code Henry. Don't wait. Order right now. Engaged, don't panic.
2: Celebrate, but don't compromise. Make it an oyster wedding. Engaged, don't compromise. Make it an oyster wedding. From an all-white Rolls Royce to poolside cocktails. Hollywood quality wedding cake decor and experience for your guests. You're the star and we're the producers. We plan it all beginning to end. Paul Lindsay, 820-8500. Nothing but the best. A -a once-in-a-lifetime event. Your wedding and an oyster wedding at Genetic's. The most talked-about event of the year, Valentine's Chocolate Decadence. Chocolate oysters and roses. Saturday, February 13th, 7 to midnight, in Giannetti's Grand Ballroom. Oyster dining by stations. Cocoa espresso rub, filet mignon with a chocolate port sauce. Chef prepared chocolate pasta station. Chocolate dessert: strawberries, and a red rose for the ladies. All this, $49.95 per person, including tip and tax. If you love chocolate, you'll love this Valentine's Day dinner, open bar, and dance package. Entertainment by DJ Tony Piazza. Reservations, 825-6477. A Rittenhouse Entertainment Event. Don't accept anything less than an oyster wedding at Gennetti's 820-8500.
4: This is WILK, powered by Sherwood Chevrolet in Tunkhannock, PA. Stop by Sherwood to view full lines of Buick, GMC, and
6: Chevrolet. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. My wheelhouse. I was hoping it was going to come back with the
5: Oh
1: uh, no! Good Good times. Good times here. So we're back here in the Beer Geeks, have some more phenomenal beer from Carton Brewing Company. Uh, the, the ones we're going to be finishing the show off with, these, they still, I think they're still down at the brewery, aren't they, George? Don't they still have, we were down last week, we made a surprise trip down, and, and there was some four-packs. Yeah, they of, still
0: had a regular down yeah. there, which uh, it's two of each can, yeah. uh, it, definitely worth the price. Yeah, it's
1: it's if you haven't been down there, it's a nice, nice little trip down in Jersey, and uh like you said, there's a coffee roaster right there, too, so you can get some really good coffee beer, and then get some really good coffee, which I have to do, because I said to George last time, like, i Next time we go down, I gotta stop
3: over at that roasting company. They had White some, Castle. Yeah, no, they, anyway, they have White Castle, White Castle too. Oh, come on, everybody knows. <laughs> you're not allowed to leave this. You have to show your White Castle receipt while you're leaving the state, <laughs> otherwise they won't let in the whatever state you're going, trying to go into. <laughs> That's how you get through the tolls. Yeah, you don't pay. You just show it's them a the dollar. White or no, you got White Castle. Go ahead. There's like the easy Pass lane and there's a White Castle lane, and you just zip right through. Oh on God, I. Right, <laughs> I had to slip that one in really quick. So uh, we,
1: we now have in our glass the the Cafe Churro. Now this is uh, the newer one they have that they they just released. This is a really awesome. Like I, I love this variation. It's it's regular coffee with the addition of vanilla and cinnamon and and the best way we can all describe it because as soon as all of us had it we all had the same reaction this tastes like when you were a kid and you had cinnamon french uh, uh, yeah cinnamon french toast yeah cinnamon Cinnamon toast toast crunch cinnamon toast crunch I'm having you can't can't even get that right I wasn't a good kid just, oh, he's totally <laughs> got really quiet. <laughs> he's got Holy real God. weird in here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when, I had cinnamon, when you have Cinnamon Toast Crunch and there's that milk that's left over that mm. you sip at the end that's just so deliciously
3: good, that's what this tastes like. Yeah, it exactly. Just, like if you're going to make, like I'm one of those milk heathens that put milks and sh- milk and sugar in their coffee. Uh, yeah, I'm one of those. But if you were replace the actual milk with the, like, the dregs of a Cinnamon Toast Crunch Bowl, yeah. and then that's what it would be like. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: it's, and it's in the best way possible. We're not saying yeah. it tastes like some mass-produced, junky, you know, sugar-filled cereal. It's, it's the aftermath. That's yeah. delicious. And that's what this comes across as. It's still 12%. So, again, be careful. <laughs> but... It's completely worth it. Or don't, it. as yeah. Augie
3: taught us. We're not telling you, you how to live your life. Yeah, you, you do what you do. <laughs> you
1: do you, buddy. That's all that matters. Uh, but no, it's it's just absolutely incredible. And you still have those wonderful notes of coffee coming through. But like, as he said, like, this is what they're going for—kind of a café con leche type, a variety. That's what they wanted this to to be like. And so, I mean, it really comes through with these flavors coming through, it, making it a differentiation.